This episode of the Relationship Status Podcast is brought to you by the Southern Elegance Candle Company, where modern values meet Southern charm. Right now, check out their fall and holiday collection with candle scents such as Caramel Latte, Fireside, Sweet Potato and Brown Sugar, and our personal favorite, Orange Spice. The scent is cloves wrapped in a citrusy orange essence that takes you all the way back to Grandma's house. This one is sure to be your favorite, just like it is ours. So visit secandlecode.com and use our promo code CRUX that's C-R-U-X for 15% off all regularly priced items that's secandleco.com where they lovingly craft each scent and city combination to elicit a fond memory to whisk you to a place of pure joy And welcome back to Past the Remote, brought to you by the people over there at Crux Media, where they take care of all your podcast needs, from starting a podcast to monetizing it. They have you covered. Contact them via email at info at cruxmediagroupllc.com. Uh, we are here uh, recapping Married at First Sight Season 13. Uh, we're actually going to do two episodes in one, and hopefully one and done. Because uh, I think we tired of this whole situation. Um, though I, I did enjoy both episodes, but we're going to get into it. So, you know my crew. Oh, let me let's not forget. You catch on all podcast platforms. You also uh, need to like, comment, five star rate, and review. Uh, if you don't five star rate, you are a hater. Understand that you are a hater, and you will not succeed in life. All Wait, right. What? Yes. All right. Um, so we're here once again with my crew. And as always, fresh off a of Thanksgiving dinner, uh, uh, great and wonderful from the My Curl Speak with Key podcast. It's our girl, Key. Hey, Key. Hey, happy Sunday. It is a very so happy Sunday. It is. I don't know what's going on with our sound. I fixed it. Oh, you fixed it? I did. Okay. I was trying to figure life out just now. I didn't it's know. Good. We're good now. We're all good? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, oh, I left out one thing before we were supposed to introduce Key. Remember, that you, if you want to join the conversation today, as all days, you can leave us a voicemail, 843-310-8637, or hit us up on the email, podcast at gmail.com, or like... We live, so just put it in the comments. And if you want to join the conversation, we'll go ahead and we'll DM you the phone number with the direct link. You can hop on the show. It's the final. Come on, man. Ain't no ain't no better place to be but here. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're going to bring in my man all the way from PA. Evie, what's happening, Evie? Yep. Cheerio. Pip, pip. Holla at your people. Holla at your people. I feel you. Holla at your boy. Yes. I'm feeling right. good. There was no meat in my macaroni. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Like, you're supposed to look at the people. You're supposed to look at me. That was funny. That wasn't funny. You didn't find that funny. No. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. Definitely. Yeah. And I figured there was only one way to introduce the next guy. Well, he already danced it. <laughs> 17. It was a very good year. It was a very good year. Small town girls. Small town girls. It is I. It is I. You watching the Muppets all weekend? It is I. <laughs> you know he was saying this whole song. With perfume hair. Hey man, we didn't get to the meat of the song, man. They didn't get to the happy birthday, Jeff. Right. It's, like, it's like five more minutes to that one part of the song. These folks is looking at here. They're like, what's going on? Which one of these ratchet folks up here listen to the Muppet show? They know it's me, but I got to try to act like it ain't me. You just having a, a happy Muppets weekend then. Listen to me, bro. Bro, you don't understand what I live through. What about the planet? Lisa wasn't, <laughs> Lisa wasn't, <laughs> Lisa wasn't baby shark. Baby, shark, 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 shark. That's baby. not how the song Hey, hey, yeah. Just relax. No, it's not. Yeah, okay, please yeah, relax. You know what I want to hear? I want to hear this song. Everybody, y'all had a good Thanksgiving. Everybody Happy birthday, good. Jeff. Appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. The good Lord let your boy see 35. I'm going to yeah. buy you some muffins when I get paid Friday. Drinks up, Jeff. Drinks up. All right, drinks up. <laughs> drinks up, ladies and gents. Applesauce for everybody. Where perp at? Perp, I got your applesauce, home. <laughs> she perp, you got perp's applesauce on deck. I got perp's applesauce on deck. How at me, perp? Got <laughs> <laughs> applesauce all, all right. night, baby. All right, man. We are gonna go around the room, man. It's it's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. I've probably had one of the longest days ever. So, uh, real quick, man. Uh, Key, how was your Thanksgiving? Jeff, how was your morning. Thanksgiving? And, and listeners, chime in. <laughs> listeners, we want to hear how, you know, people online, we want to know how your Thanksgiving went. So chime okay. in, let's know how your Thanksgiving So went. I'm going to tell y'all how my Thanksgiving was since y'all want to do this and add a new segment that we didn't talk about in the green room beforehand. I would have told him not to do that. But, um, who? You? Me? What I do? Thanksgiving, I am pescatarian and it was terrible. It was god awful. It was me and everything. I didn't feel good. It was just a disaster. It was a disaster. And the group chat knew this, but they want to take about they want to they want to take time to think of you know talk about this. So Jeff, how was your Thanksgiving? Jeff, we're talking to you. Your Thanksgiving, bro. I had like a piece of my beard just got in my mouth, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little scared for a second because I thought it came from the applesauce pouch. Um, <laughs> my Thanksgiving was fantastic, ladies and gents. It, it was it was amazing. Just spent some quality time at home. That's that's all it was, man. That's that's all it was at home. Just chilling with the wife and the boy. 
Eve, how was your Thanksgiving? How was your? <sighs> it was. It was good. It was good. It was a solid day. My boys took an L, but it's all good. Hip, hip, hooray! Yeah, shut up. Yeah, yeah. I played the Eagles. Relax. Did we lose? No. Okay, then. Yeah, I played the Eagles. Relax. They suck too. Did we lose? I already answered that question. I'm gonna answer. It all right, it's gonna be one of those shows tonight. All right, yeah. but but I will say, uh, uh, when the when the goat hits the macaroni and cheese, Ooh, what you talking about, boy? Tell him again. <sighs> that goat, when that goat hit that macaroni and cheese, I was in heaven. Amen. Curry to perfection. Curry to shout out to my sister for the curry goat. My sister made the curry goat at Thanksgiving this year. EB and uh, his son Nathaniel came through. Yo, that plate did not make it past the night, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I ate that when I got in the bed. <laughs> we had what we had. We had mac and cheese, uh, green beans, um, with cabbage, no cabbage, um, turkey, turkey. Oh goat, man, we oxtails. Rice fried, turkey. fried turkey. That fried turkey was on and popping. Jesus. Did Key take herself out of the sh- show? She don't eat meat. Well, we're going to have to do a fish fry for Key. Yeah, okay. We got her. Crab boil. You got to make up on this one. The crab boil. <laughs> whatever, whatever she wants, we're going to have to put it on the table. All right. All right. Well, you know, I'm, I'm happy everybody had an opportunity to to partake in some good eating, I, I too partook in some good eating and had the opportunity to be somewhere. I was home uh, in New York uh, for the first time in for the first time in 21 years. I hadn't been home for Thanksgiving in 21 years. Oh, wow. Had the opportunity to be there. And I actually my my goal was to get every member that was able to be there <laughs> in my family there. And I think I accomplished, I think the only person that wasn't able to be there was my, um, my, my brother. Um, but other than that, we had everybody else, my cut, the, all my nephews and he, my cousin, he was there, his son, my mom's was there, my stepmother, my dad, my, it was just house full, lots of laughs. Um, check out my Snapchat. My daddy is funny as crap. Cause he said some nonsense <laughs> when he was drinking his wine, but had a good time. Flew back in the day and shoot back on the air. So you know, well, as we always do each and every episode that we come to you with "Married at First Sight," it's the last episode of the year. It is only right. It is only right that we have the who that who said that segment and. That dude, Jeff, a.k.a. Big Muffins, a.k.a. my brother, Saldar Noomsi, a.k.a. the boy, the birthday boy, a.k.a. 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 the A.k. No, there's one more. There's one more. He lost it. He lost it. No, I did not. How did I lose it? You supposed to jump in, Jeff. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. All right. There we are. Um, yeah, so listen to me, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be 100% honest with you. I was not prepared for today's segment. I could tell us <laughs> what make, make me sick. I'm so tired of every single one of them. I, th- I think but, this is the perfect who said that segment, but 
you know what? It is Sunday. And I had a talk with the prayer warriors. So you ladies, did. if you will allow me, I would like to offer a prayer for the people of Married at First Sight season 13. Music, please. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go before the throne of grace. <laughs> father, oh father. First and foremost, God, thank you for allowing us to make it to the end of this season, Lord. We didn't think we could see it, but we've made it, oh God. Now, Father, I ask that you touch the producers, Lord. Let them know that two hours is too long, Jesus. An NFL football game is three hours, and you mean to tell me I got to watch these relationships for hours for two, two whole hours, Jesus. Touch them as they move forward into season 14 in Boston. Lord, I'd, I'd, I'd like to offer up a special prayer for Brother Bow and Sister Zachary as they work on their new relationship, Jesus. Touch them, Lord. Let them find the bonds of love that keep them together. Father, also be with Sister Rachel and Sister Jose, God, as they learn to work things out. Lord, you know what they're saying in the streets. We're just working their relationship, oh God. Father, I also like to offer up a word for Gil's dears, God. May they be bountiful. May they be fruitful. May they be busting at the seams, God. We rebuke any Fatianas trying to talk to Gil. Lord, we rebuke anyone talking about any whop in those DMs for Gil, God. Lord, we want Gil to find him a good church girl and girl. Find him a good church girl and girl who believes in you, Father. And last but not least, Lord, forgive me for the things that I said about Karen. I mean, Mirla. Um, Lord, I wasn't right. I wasn't in my right mind. Father, she upset me just a little bit. So I would like to offer up a special prayer for her dog, Porsche, Fendi, Tesla, uh, Birkenbag, whatever that dog name is, God. Watch over that dog because it's not going to get walked. Help that dog with an extra bite of your power as it chews to move soon, Jesus. As only you can, Father. We thank you. We bless you. And we praise you for this. The end. He's in 13 of married at first. Amen. Amen. Shouts out to the prayer rooms, Lord. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. That was on y'all. All right. That's, that's how you start off a Sunday show. Oh my God. The Lord gonna bless you. Jim. That that was that was anointed. Wasn't it? That was anointed. When you felt that, you felt that go. We gonna be all right going into season fourteen. I we want you to know. Right. <laughs> yeah, we gonna make it. Keep. We gonna make it. We gonna two hours again. Jesus, I don't know if I'm watching it if it be this long. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Did he <Amy> leave? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh. I had to. <laughs> you felt it. You felt it. That's oh the spirit. 
my my listen to me it's my fault tonight ma i'm sorry that's not that's my fault that's all me ma i'm sorry oh, i felt called to pray for these heathen on this show. Had, they had needed it they needed it they need they don't love my jesus yosh they don't love my jesus uh, hey listen man they don't know they don't know jesus like you know jesus they don't know like i know thank you <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Mama Pat, I'm so sorry. I apologize, Mama Pat. I wasn't in NJ. I was actually in New York, which makes it worse. So I got you next time. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. I got you next time, Mama. All right, uh, we're gonna go ahead and just get go ahead and get into this episode. Uh, the first, the sooner we get into it, the sooner I can put it in my rear view. This season in my rear view. Right. Um, so they open back up right where they left off uh, with the buffoonery between Zach and, and Michaela. I don't know. I'm going to tell you where I had a problem here. Who didn't want to be on the stage with who? She said she didn't want to be on the stage with him. And that's what it looked like. He and said then, he didn't have a problem with it. And then he turned around and was like, no, I'm not doing this. Okay. The reason why if, he did that was if I gave you the space to say what you wanted to say, and I respected the fact that you said you did not want me on the stage and that you could not sit beside me because that's what she said. When it's time for me to speak, don't you get up here saying you interrupted me because now all of a sudden you want to be beside me. But before you couldn't even stomach being in the same room with me. I don't feel like Zach was wrong. I didn't say he was. That's why he acted like that. Because this was her saying she didn't want she didn't want to be in the same room with him. She didn't want to sit beside him. But then as soon as he want to talk, you want to come get in my face. No. But Jeff, I have I have a question for you, Jeff. Um, yes, apparently, what we saw um, in last episode of uh, and and this episode was um, Michaela's wig seemed to have been replaced by a new wig. So my question is, how how does the old wig feel? I feel I I, I know you're a reporter on the streets, and so I got, you, you, I got you interviewed I got that wig, and I'm just trying to figure out. Michaela, Michaela's old wig is pissed. But uh, <laughs> here's the thing. You know, those wigs come in bundles. That good hair come in bundles. So that same mm-hmm. that was on the old wig stepped up in there with the new wig. Because you saw that crazy all up in that show. And that wig was like, yo, Michaela, we gonna go out there. And they was like, nah, Michaela, I ain't gonna go out there. But then Michaela's wig was like, yo, we need to go check him. So the wig took control and went out out there. Uh, okay. Because but I just think <laughs> back to reality. But but um, Jeff, your thoughts on on that? Because I think that she, Michaela, we said this from day one, but she crazy. Yo, she. You know she's, she's actually been diagnosed since the show was over. With what? Really? Okay, what? give me one second. She um she's been diagnosed since the show was over. Pro- well, you know what we're seeing was filmed months before. Mm-hmm. Um. But because of, I guess, seeing herself on TV, it let her, you know, see how she looked. And she went and got help. And basically what she said on Instagram two days ago was that she was diagnosed with. Mm, it's a lot of right. It's a um, probably PTSD or something that has to do with trauma. Well, she has a lack what? of emotional regularity. And impulse control. Post-traumatic stress dumbness. That is, that is lucrative. Yeah. 
long, long she talked time. about um on her last post she talked about the fact that you know she kept blaming her father's death for um her acting the way that she did but once she got diagnosed kind of find out it had nothing to do with that she had some some stuff with her so she's on medication and she's seeking therapy so i'm happy that she was able to see herself on tv because sometimes you have to see and she also said you know how people kept saying her family wasn't holding her accountable she corrected it she said her friends and her family have been saying that her behavior was unacceptable but she had to see it for herself yeah i thought they did though i thought some of them said it on the show she said she had to see it for herself and then seek help so now she's in therapy and getting the help that she needs. That's what's up. Uh, that's good. Like on TV, just be dead wrong. I mean, I'm glad she. Well, you got to think about it. She's seeing herself on TV, and then she's seeing everybody talk about her too. So it's like it's one thing when it's a few people or your circle saying something, but like America. No, but I think I think, but that's what I think the issue is. I think that if your circle is telling you, it should be enough. For some people, it should be for all. But no, it's not enough for everybody because everybody's not at a at a point in their life where they can accept accountability. And if you're not at a part in your life where you can accept accountability, accountability looks like a threat. It looks like an attack. No, I don't. I don't disagree with you. No, what I'm saying. So if she wasn't there yet, it could have been her mom or her deceased father before he passed could have tried to tell her that she had something wrong with her. But even if it was somebody, you're one of your loved ones, and you wasn't ready to see what you had wrong, it didn't matter who it was. You don't see that. Well, I understand that, but then at the same time, I don't because with with, with my circle of people, all right, like they're not afraid to tell me when I'm doing wrong or what I need to fix. I got friends that'll go, hey man, you effing up. And they, of course, they say the word out, but they hold me accountable whether I want to be held accountable or not. And I think that that's a thing and I think that I'm not sure and you're right, sometimes you got to see the mirror. Sometimes you got to be reacted to. But my question to Michaela would be, how out of touch with life are you that you needed to see yourself on film? To How out of touch with the world do you have to be to with yourself? How out of touch with yourself do you have to be for it to be a situation where you go, damn, I look like that? I mean, because when That's you're not crazy. ready, but when you're not ready to see it, it doesn't matter what your family and friends say. What? Like you're not ready to accept that. Like somebody can come to you right now and say they don't like the way that you do something. If you feel like you're right and you're justified, it doesn't matter who it is in your life that say that. You're not gonna see what they say. Whether you feel justified or not, if you value the person, if no, you value I don't the care person about in your, your life, opinion, if I feel like I'm right, if if you if I value you, it don't matter. If I feel like I'm right, it don't matter if it was my mama that came to me and tried to correct something. If I don't see my fault, you think that. I don't think that. I understand. I understand that some people don't see their fault. But if you're if you value the person's opinion and their thought process, if you value that person, right, Mm -hmm. then your value in them is you going, okay. It's got to be something. Whether I have the conversation with them and say, hey, I disagree. It's still whether I go, hey, look, I I, I don't see that. Can you explain it to me? Well, I'm not feeling that. You may be in your feelings and you want to get emotional and don't and don't want to listen to them. 
no matter what, this person, if they're in your life, in your inner circle, you trust them to the degree, to the point where they feel like they can tell you whatever it is you're doing wrong and it not and not lose no sleep. Yeah. Like, plain and simple, like people in my circle. I'm pretty sure it's stuff to tell you that they feel like you do not do right and you don't change. Listen, yo, I'm pretty sure you don't change. tells me stuff all the time. And you don't change it. And I right. don't change yo. it. That's exactly. Michaela didn't change it. She no, didn't. Yo. You, you value CL's opinion. I value CL's opinion. But yo. what I'm saying is, in, in that sense, out. it ain't like it ain't in the back of my mind. Because in some stuff, I know I'm wrong. But you don't have mental illness either. I don't have mental illness. So, okay, so let's back up. We're talking about somebody that's suffering no, wait, from mental me, illness. Me they this. don't think the same way we do. And and you're right. And and here's where and here's where my personal kind of stuff comes in. My brother is he has a, a bipolar disorder. All right. Due to that disorder, and it's not due to that disorder, it's due to the decisions he's made. That has continued to have him continue to suffer from the disorder. Because at the end of the day, there are there are bouts of um sanity. There are areas of sanity that have him when he's in that same state that he makes decisions that cause his mental capacity to fade. Mm -hmm. So no, I can't let him off the hook. Now I Okay, I think that's where we, where we messed up at. You I can't think let him I'm off taking the hook. up for her. I can't, not, I can't let him off I'm the hook. I'm not taking up for McKay. I can't let him off the hook for his lunacy because he's the reason no. why he's a part of the reason that he is in that state is because he isn't doing what he's supposed to do. Go ahead, Eve. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead. Nah, check this out. I, I, I dealt with, you know, I dealt with your brother on this before, but I also dealt with it myself in my house, right? Right. Um, you you cannot say what you're saying because what happens with the drugs is you get on them good and you your mind becomes clear so you think you're good and you stop taking them yeah. like and then it dwindles out of your system so then now you go back to doing the same thing that you was doing before but you don't even realize it so mental illness is literally like a drug you will not see it. You're like you can't see yourself till you literally hit rock bottom. Let me say, and, and that's and, that. I think that's what happened with Michaela. Her seeing herself was her rock bottom. Mm -hmm. So now she went to go get help. Mm -hmm. Well, here's, here's my thing on that. You can't tell me. I, I say this, and I've said this. When people ask me about my brother, I say the same thing. All the, every single time somebody asks me about it. A person has to believe, there's one fatal, there's one fatal, I would say hiccup or flaw to medicine. And the fatal flaw to medicine is the person has to believe that they're sick to take the medicine. They have to believe that they're sick. If I don't believe I got a cold, guess what? I'm not taking no cold medicine because I don't believe I got a cold. I could be hacking and everything else, the flu, everything, no matter what it is that you're sick with. If you don't believe that you're sick, you're not going to take it. My brother, through all of this nonsense that he's taken our family through, 
he does not believe that he is sick. And for the life of me, I cannot understand. You don't have mental illness. Or even fathom. You don't have mental How illness. you can take how you can take a family, how you can lose everything cuz he's lost everything. He has not hit rock bottom. Even and you don't he, have mental like, illness. He has not I'm hit rock bottom. Outside of his illness, I'm not putting anything out there. How is he not at rock bottom right now? Because he's still continuing to be helped. It's right. Like, when you hit rock bottom, nobody helps you. Yo, nobody. Bro, but this, he's. I'm telling you, I I dealt with it. The same disorder, the same disorder, bipolar, depression, all of that. I dealt with it, bro. No matter how much they believe or don't believe, it is it's a it's a circle, and it literally is the trick to the bipolar disorder is to make the circle smaller so you have less relapses so you, that that's with the medication and the counseling you keep you keep taking it it shortens the circle if you if you miss it and mess it up and it makes the circle bigger so it, no, i'm saying that backwards you need to make the circle bigger so that you have less relapses so the amount of time it takes you to, to a relapse so you need to make that circle bigger in order to not relapse you know what i'm saying that's taking the drugs doing doing what you got to do being proactive not everybody is capable of making that decision right. that's why you see certain people in the street like that movie that jamie fox did where he was a genius right and he was playing music and all that but he but he had uh paranoid schizophrenia you know what i'm saying but when you put him on the medication he could do what he, he he's just as normal as anybody else, but it took away from his creativity, which is what he wanted the most. So he decided not to be on the medication, but that not being on the medication put him in the street, made him a bum. You know what I'm saying? And I know that's just a movie, but that's that, yo, that happens to people every day. There's a lot of bums in New York that are geniuses, but they have mental illness. And I'm that mental saying. illness choice, like the mental illness, like, trust me, I know, yo, because I've been through things, like I've been through hella things, like, I don't even want to think about, like, I've been through so much when it comes to bipolar depression, or anything that has to do with a woman's mental health. I've been through it. And you trust me, trust me when I tell you. Either you gonna be there to support them, or you gotta step away and let them fail. That's the <clears throat> only way. That's the only way. I believe at this point, I love my people to death. Love all of them. Go to the ends of the earth for them. But if you're talking about how long has it been? A fifteen years, probably. Yeah, it's been about fifteen years. I'm going to say this, and I'm not trying to be out of line, but they have actual, like, therapy for family so they can understand I, you need it. Let me finish. Went, like, oh, this is supposed to be clean. Um, What I mean by that is because you lack is, empathy. First off, when one, it comes to the mental, mental illness is mental. It's a sickness, just like cancer. It's a sickness. Some of the stuff, some of the stuff is self-imposed. When you goddamn make a decision 
to not do what you when you make a decision to not do if you've been lucid when people have said hey this is your goddamn problem you know let's move on because you cursing and this show is clean so let's move on because i think we might have like struck a nerve with you it is no but mental illness is that serious it's that serious because it impacts everybody well i'll stop cursing i could i could speak without cursing it impacts it impacts everybody it, and, it has, and, and you do get fed up. Yeah, and that's why I understand. When I, when, I, when I walk in a room, when I walk in a room with my mom sitting in it, and she crying because she believes it's her fault, like, yeah, it's not her fault. Yeah. I was raised in the same freaking household. You don't have mental illness. He didn't either until he made some decisions. That's, that caused that's it. factual. That is factual. That's, he made decisions that caused that. That is factual. But okay, so how long are you gonna hold that? I'm the whole... he did that as a kid. No, 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 no. No, he didn't. No, he did it as a I goddamn did. adult. But then hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we move on? Let me let me just say this. Three minutes on this. Let me let me just say this. And I understand, I understand where you're coming from, Yosh. I really do. But on the real, it when it comes to you. You got to be able to forgive him and move on. Like real talk, because just just like I know how you I know how you are, but really, you you not, you're not gonna get past it until you can just let it go. Yeah, okay, now here's here's my point, and, and we can move on. We move on to the next couple and all of that. My thing with it is this: if you make a decision, if you consciously make decisions that put you in a position that you end up in whatever this is. And Michaela has constantly made decisions. No matter what the disorder, you make a decision. You wake up and decide to do. You decide not to take your meds. You decide. Michaela didn't even know she needed medication. Okay, well, now she, she needs She just it. got diagnosed. Okay. Yeah. So, she just got diagnosed. So, no, so the fact that people are telling you, hey, man, this ain't right. Somebody tell me anything and you can tell me I don't have a mental disorder. That's fine. Cool. I understand. I don't understand and I feel you. And maybe I lack compassion. Well, I've been told I lack compassion because shoot, I don't have time for compassion because nobody have compassion for me when stuff is bad. Life gets bad. Life sucks. And at the end of the day, you got to pick yourself up, do what you got to do to make yourself what make whatever out of your life you're going to make. And if you're not, then yes, you're going to end up in these situations where you on where you're on TV looking like who done it and why. Because so so now we're saying we have compassion for Michaela because she's been diagnosed. Although for however forty some odd episodes, yes, or, Faith, he does. Jeff, what? can you pray again, please? <laughs> Forever for length I of time not. that we've been on this this show. Criticizing Michaela for her foolishness oh. and calling her Hurricane Michaela, but because she says yeah, she has a mental I illness. I never now. said I was taking her side when I was trying to explain to you what was wrong said, with her. I was just explaining why I'm she acted the way that she acted. There's no explanation. You, you I just decisions. gave you. I, no, you make decisions. Life is decisions. I'm like five Next seconds from leaving. Next subject. Next life season. is we decisions. Gotta, That's it. Life is decisions. Table this to the next one, man. Next, next episode. Next, next couple. Next couple. 
but life is decisions. It is. It is. And let's decide to go ahead and move on. on. So you out? I'm not out, but I need a moment. Okay. I need a moment. And we move on. Next couple, Johnny and Bow. So does nothing, nothing exciting there. No, but I mean not a thing. Does Johnny <laughs> have, have a mental illness? And I before I speak. Okay, so now you're trying to be funny. No, I'm not no, no, no. no funny. now you're trying to be question. funny. You're trying, trying to be funny. funny. Johnny, Johnny is a narcissist. I said that since day is, one. Isn't that is a mental illness? illness. Yeah, exactly. Yo. I really, I don't know how much more this I can take. I really don't know how much more this I can take. Key, get your moment. We we good. We good, man. We good. Johnny's problem is Johnny loves himself too much. Well, pound. Next one. Bow. (laughs) Bow's problem. She loves Johnny. Boom. Next one. Bow doesn't love Johnny. No, she loves Zachary. She loves Zach. (laughs) Bow doesn't love Johnny. Bow loves Zach. Oh dear! Uh, disappointed with them too. Yeah, because uh, okay, let's get into it. They were the only couple not to be featured in the first half. Um, uh, Bao, uh, when she denies the notion that they were perfect match, Bao can't disagree with the fact that they were some definite highlights in their marriage. Uh, Johnny still talks about the up and down. Uh, Bao is. Uh, Surprised by Johnny, who reveals that Bao didn't want to openly discuss the intimate relationship for the purpose of sheltering her family. What do you think about that, Key? Ask the question again. I was giving myself a moment, remember? Okay. What Wait, do you think about what do you think about that, Evie? Y'all throwing me off today. <laughs> I think I think uh who who was sheltering who? Because I forgot. Did they didn't they both say that crap? Uh, Johnny reveals that Bao didn't want to openly discuss the intimate relationship. For oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm, on, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I, 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 I understood what ba- Bao was saying when it came to that, because she was trying to protect her image, which she does. It's a part of her personality. And Johnny took it the wrong way. Johnny took it as, oh, she wants, like he wanted, to, he wanted to tell it all. He wanted to be. He wanted to tell everybody everything that was going on because I guess maybe he was excited and he probably felt stifled from the excitement that he had for being with her. Like, Mm -hmm. and then, and that was probably why he started to nitpick and say the things that he was saying to her because he didn't want to be in that where she, you know, where he felt like she had control. But you know, that's where you got to be a man. Because if if y'all having all these conversations off camera about what y'all going to discuss in front of the camera for America to see, um, you kind of should have just put your feet down. Excuse me, I was looking for other words. And, and been a man like, nah, we're going to talk about this because I want anybody to know. Like, it's not it's not no harm, no foul to say that you was intimate with the woman that you are with or gonna fall in love with. You know what I'm saying? Like I think they de- their ultimate demise was each other. Uh, they shouldn't have been matched, Jeff. So I Bao has the right to 
not talk about certain things if that's your personality i'm i'm very outgoing my wife is you know she's an introvert so she doesn't like talking about a lot of things that i like talking about but i think johnny's problem is he didn't understand that and really wasn't ready to compromise on that issue so that's what's the problem was where it was at he was like pretty much we're gonna do this my way if my way is right your way is wrong as compared to bow bow she wasn't wrong in what the way she handled it but she was i think both of them were wrong thinking that their way was the right way and there was no other way of doing it there was no compromise Mm. between the two of them okay jeff i have a question for you yo are you gonna allow me to tell a gainesville story which one (laughs) (laughs) several hell so uh, he just prayed you're gonna send the man back to the hell but those of us (laughs) disclaimer (laughs) ladies and gentlemen i have been born again and delivered from the (laughs) simple ninja that yoshi's about to talk about the ninja yo you got to change your name from you got to change your name from uh uh that dude jeff to pastor jeff (laughs) or that dude pastor muffins hey hey all right (laughs) So we're in Gainesville, Florida. Every year, our fraternity has a big, like, huge, like, week in Florida. It's big, this party, 24-hour party, like, literally from the day you get there to the day you leave. It's partying nonstop. And we... (laughs) And see Jeff shake his head. Uh, there's There's one of the days, the Saturday, you go to the cookout. Well... This was Jeff's first year going. So your first year going, you kind of got to, you got to do some things and everything else. So Jeff, uh, big muffins has been drinking, right? So at the cookout, they have a bunch of food, but because there's so it's thousands of people. So because there's so many people, you never get any food. So we leave the cookout, right? And And when we leave the cookout, we go to CC's Pizza. Mm-hmm. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff walks into CC's Pizza, right? Doesn't pay. Doesn't pay. Walks straight to the bar where the pizza is, and literally starts piling up his hand. <laughs> now Jeff is drunk. He starts piling up his hand with slices of pizza. He didn't get a plate. <laughs> He didn't get a plate. He's got, I did. He's got he, pizza he, in his he, head. He bypassed the plate. It was not a good look. That's not the worst part of the story. It's not the worst part of the story. So, so, so Jeff, drunk, you walk past the plate. <laughs> so nobody stopped me. Nobody stopped me. So Jeff comes to the table. It's a bunch of us at the table. Jeff comes to the table and drops all the pizza on the table, right? All the pizza is literally on the table, right? And Jeff starts to eat. As he starts to eat this pizza, everybody stops and they're like, what the hell is he doing? He got pizza for the table. He, yeah. got, he knew y'all was hungry. He wouldn't let nobody else touch it. So he's just, <laughs> it's literally like pizza on the table. He's eating slice after slice after slice. And somebody says, yo, somebody says, somebody says, yo, Jeff, what you got going on? Jeff says, 
I'm just a simple nigga. I just want to eat. I did. I did. I just want to eat my pizza. So let me put in a couple antidotes since we are completely off subject right now. (laughs) (laughs) One, E, do you know who I was drinking with that day? That fool right there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, definitely. Put me on my butt, E. There's a video floating around and I hope it's deleted. Oh, it's not. I have it. Second problem, Eve, as drunk as I was, they let me drive to CC's Pizza. I drove. We did. CC's Somebody pizza. had to drive there. No, matter, matter of fact, I take that back. Christine was in the car. They all got out the car. They all got out and left me in my car with the windows down and the doors unlocked. I was like, we'll catch you later, Jeff. <laughs> but anyway, let's get back on track. I'm sorry. That was just, that was just an antidote. Listen to that. I want you to know that your prayers have delivered me. I am here. <laughs> but all right. So anyway, uh, then they get into the women. The women gather for a group chat with Kevin. Uh, in which they look back on the bonds that they formed from participating in this uh and basically this is a social experiment. Uh they sing each other's praises. What came off to me, and Key, maybe you can you can speak to this because women in the room, it came off to me as fake. Some of them came off as fake. What do you think? Um, yeah, I I think it was one of those things where, like I, especially the stuff that was said about Mer- Merla. Yeah, like Bow and Merla, I thought that was fake as hell. Yeah, because, I mean, I am one of those people that pay attention to people, like, really closely outside of the show. So, of course, when everyone's social media opened up, um, I followed some of them because I don't like all of them. So, I'm not one of them. Like, I'm not going to follow you and I don't really <laughs> like you. Um, so, I followed some of them. And the ones that I didn't follow, I did, like, try to look and see how they interacted with each other. And, like, for example, Mirla and Rachel are actually friends. They're yeah. friends for real. You but you can tell that on, on camera. You yeah, can tell. Like they're friends for real. With Brett, it's a little iffy to me. Like I don't really know because Brett I don't think she's friends with anyone on the no, show. No, not this no. Brett, not, not any female. Right. I was about to say Brett has one of those personalities. You ever met somebody that you put them in a room and they get along with anybody? Yeah. Like she gets along with everybody, but that doesn't mean you necessarily her cup of tea. If you understand what I'm saying. So with the Mirla and um, Gil situation, I feel like now we're all adults, but in a situation like that, you kind of have to choose a side. Yeah. You really can't be smiling in both of their face like that. You understand what I'm saying? And with Brett, it looks like she's leaning more towards Gil's side. Well, Shouldn't everybody be? You'll be surprised. Gilside? We're gonna get to that because it's a lot that I've I've seen and I've heard that's out like back. That's not the episode, so it kind of give us some dialogue. Okay, we'll get into it. Okay, let's jump now. To it. When it comes to Gil and Merla, there's been so much talk about how Gil deserved what. Now y'all gotta let me finish because y'all know I don't believe this. Boy, did you see my head? Like I, you yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, need, I need y'all to let me because before I finish. Before I start, yeah. I want you to understand that I do not believe any of the stuff that I'm about to say. Okay. okay. Um, okay. But it was a lot of women that sided with Mirla 
And the reasoning was, was because they felt like he verbally abused her when he was downing her and calling her a princess and calling her a brat and that he always has something negative to say. It's been so many arguments that I've seen on Instagram and in the Married at First Sight group where people like are divided and they're like, but y'all gonna, you just gonna talk about how she wasn't satisfied with him, but we're not gonna talk about all that he did. My biggest issue with Mer Merla is that, here, here's what it is. If it's something that you don't like about somebody, you can tell them. Just like he was telling, now, and we, and we can't sit here and pretend that she wasn't a Debbie Downer and she didn't say something negative to every single thing. So him saying something about it, you know how many episodes it was before he actually said anything? No. Because we talked about that in the earlier episodes. Now, here's the thing, though, Key and, and, and panel. He, he, I don't think he was verbally abusing her. No, he was being honest, which she could have been. If Gil was being honest. And Gil even said in the green room, he said, when, when he walked off stage, when they were all on, on, on stage, and he walked off, when they asked the question, who do you think would be suited best with who? He said, I'm not here for this. Right. He said, I have made my life an epitaph of goodness and positivity and I want it to be where whatever is around me has a positive feel since being here I don't feel that I'm gonna take you back real quick take me back let's, let's I'm gonna take you back to like our third or fourth episode okay I don't know if you remember I'm gonna take we going all the way back go all the way back we're gonna go and it was me you Jen and Lynn Right. Yep. And we had the conversation. This and we actually did this. In, I remember this was in Columbia. We had the conversation about um, how he was so positive all the time. And he tried to always find something positive, no matter what Mirla did. He tried to find something positive in every situation. And me and you went back and forth like we just did. It wasn't as hostile, but <laughs> we went back and forth that day. But too. It's all love. It's all love. It's all love. Yeah. <laughs> we, went back, we could bounce back though uh, we went back and forth on that day and remember I told because I, I compared it to season one where it was a couple and I'm so sorry y'all I can't remember the name right now um, a couple where the woman didn't like the man and she cried at the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like the season like she one. She physically was not yeah, attacked she, them to the point where she wasn't, oh, she cried. My contact just fell out. I see it. Nice. It's on like your Yeah, it's, it fell. You saw it? <laughs> Okay, let me finish my story. I can't see you, but I'm going to finish talking. Okay, so um, remember I told you, I said what happens in situations like this, sometimes the man chases and he chases, and then eventually the woman comes around and she falls madly in love, but then the man is confused. Yeah. And I was so scared back then that that's what was going to happen with them. It was going to be where Mirla finally turned around. He was going to be like, look, I can't do this. And at that time, he wasn't even commenting on her negativity. He was just no. like, kind of like brushing it off. It took him about five episodes to finally say, "Yo, look, you de you, <laughs> you know are that Yeah, I think that that was uh, a production flaw because you got to remember they get them, they give them what they need to talk about. Like everybody gets together and says, "All right, you're gonna talk about this. You guys need to approach this subject. You need to." You need to talk about finances. You need to talk about this. You need to talk about that. And the uncomfortable, the uncomfortableness of the conversation is probably what makes him 
tell the joke that she doesn't like, that's why people want to see it as uh, verbal abuse, which is not because they're being coaxed into having these conversations because if they don't have the conversations, the this marriage is, is going to get ruined later on. Yeah. You know it's what I'm sweet. saying? So that's bogus. I, I like to smack all of those social media people. Go ahead, Jeff. The only reason I don't see it as verbal abuse is because while he was being truthful with her and addressing her negativity, we also saw Gil be very supportive of her, build her up and compliment her on several different things. And second of all, as patient as he was with the whole intimacy and all that other type of stuff, you can't tell me that he was being abusive in any type of way. Was some of the stuff maybe harsh? Yeah. Was some of the stuff maybe said with a lack of empathy or whatever? Yeah. But he did not. Truth hurts. Yeah, truth hurts. He did not. He did not address her to physically break her down. Like he said, he was 100 percent invested in this thing. So it's like, OK, I have to tell you or I'm not being 100 percent myself. And if I give you anything other than 100 percent myself, then this is not going to work. So that's what happened. It's no it was nowhere near verbal abuse. I've seen verbal abuse. I, I've heard people go through verbal abuse. That was not it. Yeah, I, I was told I was verbally abusive once. I, and uh, it's real, bro. You're just real. No, listen, this real life, this real life. Yo, my wife, well, ex-wife now. Yay me. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, facts. <laughs> but now nah, my my ex she <laughs> yeah now nah, my my ex she went into when she broke up with me she went into a women's shelter and a part of the women's shelter it was for abused women like mm -hmm. so they was she was in there under the pretense that I was verbally abusing her because I wasn't physically abusing her right. you know what I'm saying but. I don't think verbal abuse is. I think verbal abuse is when you're consistent with it, like yeah. consistent with what you say, and yeah. you're trying to tear that person down. You may yeah. not even know that you're doing it, but you you're you're consistent with it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I I would get into arguments, and and as a way to get out of the argument, I would say something ridiculous. Yeah, I would take it over the top but this is the defense mechanism to me being attacked by you like you 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 want to argue you want to argue but you don't want to you don't want to compromise you know right. what i'm saying so since you pushing me to this emotional break i'm going to break and i'm going to break you at the same time right you know what i'm saying and, yeah and i think that's what a lot of people overlook it and that's still the level of compromised for gill and then for to attach to say that he's being verbally abusive as well means that he went into this with ulterior motives. And then when something was difficult, he 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 flipped the switch and was like, yo, I'm just going to nitpick like the, the difference between Gil when he was addressing the negativity and say the difference between Johnny when he was addressing the negativity was Johnny was more consistent. There was never a good conversation. There was never. I Johnny was hurtful. Johnny was going for the, the kill every conversation. But Gil was more so, OK, I care for you enough where I want to tell you this. I want to address this because if we address it now, it won't be a problem later. As compared to when we see with Mirla, she ain't say. Uh, nothing and then all of it just came spilling out at one time that's a fact that's a fact but 
you know what? Don't nobody care about that broad anyway. She can go on with her big feet. <laughs> she can go on with them big feet. Well, Evie, to your situation. It's party time. P A R T. Why? Because I got <laughs> That one was for you, my good brother. Yo, I had four Heineken's and a and a <laughs> cup of that. Ugh. Yeah. Well, um, here's my point to everything that was said just now. Gil did everything he could. Yeah. Everything. And more. And more. <laughs> right. He went he went further than I would have. But this is completely indicative of I would say a good bit of relationships in which women um are out here protecting themselves and calling men dogs and everything else and this and a third. And now you get you a good one. And you don't do with him as you should, and I think that that's the that's the thing there. Um, but I mean, you know, you, you you once again, life is life, you know. And I, I just hate it for Gil because I think he was a good dude. You could tell, like I think of all the people on the show, he was the only one that was there for the for 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 everything. Man, like when they, all the season through every like legit, like he cried when they showed a clip of Mirla talking about how much she loved him. Cause right. that yo, I think that was the most realest she ever been on the whole show. But she wasn't real. Nah, you know alcohol speak the truth. They say they say the drunk mind speaks the sober heart, but on that one, apparently not. No, because she didn't didn't turn around and did what she normally does, which is make a choice. Eggs, what we said just a little while ago, people have choices. Yeah, no, nah, she made her choice, but her I think her choice, her the choice that she she made was hurtful. Like she it could have been done different. I just think it could have been done different. Like maybe sit around and complain for a little while. And then and then say, hey, you know what? This ain't gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she just like, mm, all right, party time. Gotta go. Me and Summer Rachel are going. And that's where it was. Yeah, I can see that. So, not so girl summer. <laughs> not girl summer. Because real talk, no, if you don't care about somebody, you gonna walk their dog. Real talk. And I ain't even being funny about that. Nah, you not. Because you're gonna, you're gonna do, you're gonna do whatever it is that that other person, whatever is necessary for for that other person to know that you love them. Well, okay, we just had a a comment on the screen. Uh, Faith, shouts out to you, Faith. Can't wait to get you back on. Uh, To me, she seemed sedated the whole time. She couldn't express her feelings. Okay, so my question to you, Faith, and and to the panel. Is that Marilyn? Why, why couldn't yeah, yeah why couldn't she express her feelings? 
because she's cold hearted and she doesn't she she was not there. She 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 was yo. Her own people said it in the very first episode. You doing what? But Why? that's not. But that's my thing. Like you see what I'm saying? Like that's not an explanation. She was in it. She was in it for the wrong reasons. Her true. She her true feelings went against. She should have been on The Bachelor or something. Like real talk. She should have been on like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, whatever the hell that show is. Yeah, well, she couldn't get on. Or maybe they got this new show coming out. Where one dude is really a millionaire and the other dude is broke, and y'all gotta figure probably, out which one it is. She could probably be on that, but I don't know. It's just I hate it for a guy like Gil. Um, I really and, and what I think this I think that kind of sort of gives me a little bit more cause is it's a brother of the darker hue, um, who you know. Shoot, he was legit. Like he was legit in his feelings. He was real with who he was. He was being him. Even as of today, um, Gil has said 17 hours ago, it has been brought to my attention that as much love that I have been receiving, there has been lots of backlash towards my now ex-wife. If you truly support me and are a fan, then you know I don't condone any type of bullying. What's been done has been done. I appreciate you all, but please let's not drag something, drag someone while at the same time wishing blessings upon me. We are all better than that. Spread positivity. Even today, Gil don't even like the negative side to this. He doesn't subscribe and to I the don't, negative. I don't feel like he's acting. I feel like he genuinely That's feels the is. way that he feels. Yeah. Now, you know, me being a social media person that I am, the night that this all happened, I was watching. But everybody's Instagrams to come open, right? So Gills came open at like 10 06 PM. <laughs> right. So when Gil, I watched, like, cause you know how I had already sent the request, right? So I watched, like, within 20 minutes, he went from 450 followers to like 3,000. Now, when you go look at Gil's Instagram now, Gil has. Gil has 74.4k followers. He has more followers than people that was on like past seasons. And I really feel like it is because we genuinely like Gil. We liked his personality. He did more for the couples than the experts did this season. Like <laughs> Gil made this season easier for us to look at because, like I said, I go to bed at nine o'clock. They was doing too much. With these two hours, but he made it more enjoyable. And at the same time, like Yusuf said, I apologize. I had like a little eye problem. So I, I kind of heard Yusuf say that, you know, out of everybody, he felt like he came into this for the right reasons. And I truly do believe that out of all the seasons I've watched, and I've watched all of them, I was one of those people that binge watched 12 seasons in three weeks. I was late, but when I got on the when I got on the train, I got on it. So out of all the seasons I've watched, Gil. And Miles from season 11, I can honestly say I felt like they were the ones that just really wanted this and they were willing to do anything that it took to have it. And I honestly think that Mirla, I feel like, I feel like, oh, he said something about his DMs yesterday. He mm -hmm. said, give him some time to respond. 
because he he be getting like um three thousand DMs a day That's- from from women and men. Well, yeah, he said he gonna respond to as many people as he can, but it's kind of hard because it's so many. I had seen him say that. Yeah, because I'm still waiting on him. But I, um, I'm still waiting. You know, I had kind of like shot my shot. Like, you know, I offer social media services if you want me to respond. You feel me? Like, <laughs> just book before January because I ain't doing nothing. But um, like I, I, I don't know. Did y'all talk on what the the internet is saying? Her reason for it. Did y'all talk about that? We did not, but I, I was waiting on, I was, was waiting saving on, that for you. And you know, my contact fell out again, but I'm just going to wing it blind. Yeah, we were saving All that right. for you. So there's been speculation that the reason why Mirla changed her mind was that the sex was not good. Uh, and that's what she means by the attraction. Uh, now, I want y'all opinion on this. I personally don't feel like Okay, they're saying she don't want to say it on the internet. She didn't want to embarrass him on TV. I don't see her as the type of person that would care if that embarrassed him or not. I just don't see that. I know we don't know her in real life. But if she had any type of tact, she would not have sat on that stage like that um, playing footsies with Johnny in front of that man. So I feel like if she could act like that during the reunion, she would have told him his little bing bing was a little bing bing and it wasn't ding donging. It takes two to tango. It takes right. two to tango. Size ain't right. I can't really make that work now. I can understand that, but like real talk, we all out here getting loosey goosey doing whatever the hell it is we do out here in these streets, right? Mm-hmm. If you never did nothing and he never did nothing, how you know that's whack? Well, no. Okay, what they're saying. So, so, so they, you. That's what I'm saying. You, you, uh, you. You're uh, you're not pure. You're uh, you're impure. You're you're not. So you how you how you gonna be judgmental? Okay, I think what I'm trying to say they're saying because I don't know they're trying to say that she was not sexually pleased by him and that's why she wasn't attracted. Meaning when they did have sex, maybe that's what turned her off. But I think what they're trying to do is make it as if she wasn't lying on TV the whole time. I personally feel like she had a role to play. She wanted popularity. It it couldn't have been that garbage. She got on here for that. It couldn't have been that garbage. Because if it was that garbage, if it was that garbage, exactly. You would have have been like, nah, I'm not attracted. And that's that's why the whole thing about him verbally abusing her, it bothers me. Y'all know I'm I talk about abuse all the time. Like I have a whole whole organization for this. But hold up. But I got a question. and I know it's not what you're gonna say, but I'm I'm just saying, why didn't they discuss that off camera? Why didn't he? Why didn't he come? Like, cause I felt like he would have put that out there. I think he would have been like, "Yo, she said the the shit was trash." Like, I feel like she would have said it if that's what it was. That's the that's the listen. That's the viewer is trying to speculate what the problem is. Yeah. I don't think that's what the problem is. I feel I like she just really wanted her fame and she got it. And once it was over, because what else explains you leaving this man two weeks later? And if you really wasn't attracted to him, why would you let him sell out his stuff? What type of person would allow you to have absolutely nothing and that's then leave you? Yeah. Look, she knew she, 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 she knew what he was doing. She knew what she was doing, but I think Gil is the type of person he doesn't mind carrying that negativity, so it doesn't make her look bad. Because that's really the only thing I feel like. Like I, I think 
and I know for a fact it was probably it was it was probably trash a hundred percent. But him being the man that he is, he was willing to take that hit for their relationship, and now it's just it's backfiring. Which I didn't. I never thought it was him that was trash, but that's uh, a whole other. When you ever heard of the a diva that had any type of bomb? I mean, I ain't never had no cool kid, so I don't know. I'm just saying, when you ever heard of a diva that was great? No, I'm no, really I didn't sleep. I'm diva. trying to put my contact back in. No, I understand that. I'm just saying, you don't hear about how good the sex is with these diva chicks. You don't. Yeah. Because they, they, they it's, come on, they, they either too tight with it and they ain't giving it up, or they, what? Because they all, they all, it's all about their looks. Um, I give you that. I'm off down. <laughs> I give you that. He said, I'm off them. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm off Miller because that, that, to me, that I just can't hurt nobody like that. It, it was hard to watch. Y'all know I was having a feed. I wanted chicken wings so bad while we was watching that. I was wondering, did you get that chicken? I ain't get one because, you know, they have two hour shows and all the chicken wing places was closed. <laughs> we ain't got chicken at my house. Can't afford to leave. <laughs> right. All right. Let's, let's move on to the next. Um, Group chat. The group chat gets in and it gets a little heated. Production, man. I really, really the MVP of the show. They are the real MVP. Is the MVP of the show. Like they, they got Kevin asking them questions. That question, like that question that had Gil get up and leave. I ain't like that. Gil I don't like that dude. Gil should have swung on him. That oh, was nice. Oh, 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 Kevin that was supposed to be in that room. That's why he's uh, interviewing everybody else. Nah. Nah, he she should have walked past. He should have walked past Johnny. I would have snatched um, Mary's shoe off. Knock his ass out. Flip that chair because, back. Because, because he 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 no, I, Johnny was being disrespectful. He really was. He really was. Oh, I guess he didn't like that question. Come on, bro. Yo, I had appreciated me, Rachel though. That leads me to believe that something else was going on prior to. Yo, I I said that in the group chat prior to. I was like, yo, I think that. They went on vacation together. Well, it wasn't. Yeah. I think that uh, Marilla and Rachel went on vacation together. Johnny just so happened to be there. They got drunk. Johnny had Marilla. They come home. He been rubbing on it. He breaks up. She breaks up right. with him because she doesn't want to admit that she's foul. Right. Yeah. But did you That's see my went, first said they went to they went to Cancun first or something like that before they, yeah, they went to Cancun. They was in Mexico. But here's my thing, Dr. Pepper. You know what? I know y'all be y'all be um feeling how y'all feel about Dr. Pepper, but Dr. Pepper was like here. She was like, okay, well tell me what what happened? You can't sit here and tell me that you you said all of these things about. How he was perfect and he was everything you always wanted, and you would no tell me what happened. Marilyn still hasn't told us what happened. We still not gonna because because if she does say anything, she's gonna be lying. Faith, you said Bow was on the low, being disrespectful. How? Because we probably was so caught up, we probably was so caught up on that dog on Marilyn, we might ain't even noticed Bow. We might ain't noticed that because Marilyn and Johnny had me real upset. But Bow has every reason to be disrespectful. So that's, that's just how I see it. 
she had every reason to say whatever she had to and say. And that maybe and that maybe why I probably didn't see nothing wrong with what Bow had did if she did something wrong because Johnny just y'all know I would mm. yo. I'm still trying to figure out why he left the little fake makeshift reunion. I'm trying to figure that out. You remember he left because she didn't acknowledge him all before. All before saying she ruins the fun and all this other stuff. You don't want to see her, but you leave because she didn't speak to you. She and, didn't and everyone so had a good time that was there. <laughs> he was basically talking about days, and I would have. Um, no, yes, yeah, no, no, no. She was flat out saying that she's she definitely she, said that it wasn't low-key she had every right to say that because you, like wrong, though. you, you know, know, know what I, like, I think were like this on the stage she had every reason to say that i think their personalities suit each other being honest mm-hmm. i think i think his personality suit, suit each other as soon as I seen him, um, Linka, I thought about how you you remember Evie. You know, I, I remember her a lot when he come to this. You talked about how you didn't like how used to whine. Like how yeah, that pouting was pouting and all of that. And you know, our boy be crying all the time. They gonna get along. Oh yeah, and but they but you know what? He ain't gonna make her pout. He ain't gonna make her pout. Nah, cause he gonna she get him right. And he, and he like that giddy. He like he it. That's yeah. exactly what he said too. He likes to get it. I like to get, really. I like. Okay. Do you think he really liked it, or was that a shot at Johnny when he said it? Because the word "giddy" isn't a word I've ever really used until yeah. I heard it on this show. This they be exactly making about. these people say these things. This is like watching uh, a tame version of Love and Hip Hop because <laughs> they make them say certain things. Like, like, like you. They could have specifically asked him a question that made him say giddy. So how do we how do you feel about her giddiness? You see what I'm saying? So now he's gonna say, Oh man, her giddiness is perfect. I enjoy it. Blah blah blah. Like, <laughs> but we already know he a clown anyway. He a clown anyway, and she and she's the puppet master. So he's Bow's clown now. Yeah. Ask him. Excuse me. He in the family pictures. Y'all seen that? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's in it's in the uh it's in something. I saw it. It was <laughs> on the relationship status podcast story. Make sure y'all follow them on Instagram. It's R-E-L-S-T-A-T podcast. Make sure y'all yo, follow them on them. I yo, he was like he was like the token. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looked he looked like he had he looked yesterday like he in rush hour. Yo, she commented on his picture like yesterday. The, him and the dog, he gonna comment talking about my bad for my slow response. Boo! I'm like, we know y'all talk. You ain't got to rub it in. Like shots, shots to everybody. Nah, yeah, nah, bump them. We ain't worried about that. They, well, they gonna do. They gonna do what they do. <laughs> is it good? It is. Okay. Yeah, All right. Is it? And y'all we be can... getting on me when I be eating on camera. It sounds like that when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, that's how it sounds. All right. Um, <laughs> Can't even focus. It also comes to light that some of the participants have crossed paths while traveling. Uh, we talked about that. Yep. Um, I, in all in all, this was some foolishness at the end here. It, it just further... 
I think Wait. it further supported my thoughts. Wait, we gotta um tell the um listeners. Remember, we were talking on last episode about um Gil being a fireman and about how we thought that he couldn't have a beard. Did did y'all discuss the fact? Oh that yeah, he- nah, yeah. Oh no, no, we didn't get. That's that. why I changed my name. I hey. couldn't be Gil's beard anymore because I respect the profession. Yeah, yeah, and um, Michaela got a new wig, and um, so I guess Michaela's wig is 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 gone. Um, it looks yeah. like it's lace. Look like it's lace. Yeah. Probably to that headband. But yeah, they, he said that they were paying him to go to paramedic school because some people in the comments were saying that was what was wrong with Mira. Look, he did a sudden career change and this, that, that, and third. But he said on the reunion, he making more money. I'm sorry, where are they now? He said that they were paying him to go to school and that he mm-hmm. could keep his beard. I knew he kind of wanted a beard. Yeah, because when you when you, know, when you when you when you rush into a fire. You can't have a beard because if you bust the door it's open, fine. sometimes it's flash fire. Mm-hmm. And if it gets yeah. under your mask, it'll singe your face. Mm-hmm. So that's why all of them keep their beards and their mustaches and everything really, really low. So I, it makes sense that he's bald head. Because we was trying to figure out what was wrong with Mirla. Was he working? What was wrong? Like, what made girl do that? But it ain't had nothing to do with that man money. She just who she is. Yeah. You know? She wants some Johnny. She like vanilla ice cream. How do you go from saying Gil is bad to Johnny? That just seems like that's a watching how he treated his wife. But no. then you, when you hear him explain, well, she watched it on TV. Don't they watch this before the reunion? Yes. Yep. They get to watch it. They watch it along with us. But I mean, the reunion. How I wonder how close the reunion is to the actual taping. I think of the they show. watch. I think they watch everything prior to us. Watching it. Oh, okay. So they don't watch it with yeah. us. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that's the only way they could give their commentary on certain parts of what's yeah. happening. Because I was, I heard that Unfiltered was all recorded in the same week. It could, it could have been. I could see that, but they, they, I think they did a good job of. Um, I hope they get rid of Unfiltered. I ain't like that. I ain't like it either. I feel like it took away from the show. It did. It did. I stopped watching. It was my bedtime. I watched like three episodes. Uh, I didn't watch any. Yeah, I watched like two. I pay extra money for them episodes and ain't watch them. Oh, he put the music on. We finished, y'all. Well, (laughs) Eve, tell the people where they can find you. Well, dang. What happened to the what? I would like to say what I'm watching. Oh, you're right. (laughs) You're right. Uh, It's all good. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Nah, he ready to go eat his macaroni. Just let that man go. No, no, no. You're right. Only if he got some goat on it, please. Nah, ain't no going on. Y'all gonna make me get off the camera again. Now it's time for the What You Watch segment. (laughs) The What You Watch segment is brought to you by the people over at Unfiltered. Head over to unfilteredforever.com for everything from tees to tech suits, leggings for the ladies. And now, right now, if you head over to um, unfilteredforever.com, you can catch the Cyber Monday sale, which is. Uh, every uh, which is this week, you uh, Monday and up until Tuesday at 12 a.m., you can catch 30% off of all merchandise on unfilteredforever.com. And remember, there is a science to being you. Key, what you watching? I am currently binge watching Chicago Med, it is good too, but it's hard to watch that while I work. Chicago Med. You in. <laughs> Next, <laughs> 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 nah, yo, 
I want to give a shout out to them Koreans, yo. Real talk. They starting to put together some films. They weren't really on the film scene like that, but they starting to pull their stuff together. I'm watching a show called uh, Hellbound. Hellbound. It's kind of like Squid Game. I heard of it. It's it's a Korean film. It's kind of dope. Well, it's like, like, I think it's like three episodes right now. It might be more. I'm not 100% sure. But I did watch three episodes. And it's I liked it. Hellbound on Netflix. All right. I am finishing off the rest of the Wonder Years. And uh, what else am I watching? No, I'm actually about to finish off the rest of this book I'm reading by James Patterson. James Patterson's a really good cop thriller, you know, mystery writer. So after I finish off the Wonder Years, I'm about to read a couple of James Patterson novels. What we do. Yousef. Because see, you hear that? The spitting is so currently Yusuf is watching a dinner plate <laughs> with macaroni and cheese <laughs> brought to you by Netflix. <laughs> Listen, I've been on a I've been on a plane. I can't wait to hear I can't stand to hear somebody food and they mock. Oh my god. It's just a spit just switching around. Don't let, don't let man eat. I gotta eat. You need nourishment. All right. Plain and simple. Let's start here. James Patterson, uh, Jeff, great writer. If you like him, Nelson DeMille wrote a book called yeah. The Lions Game. Um, it's a part. It's a three-part series. Mm-hmm. It's The Lions Game, and then the second one is The Lion. Really good. Really good reads. Um, it's about a guy, a kid, a guy who was raised. Uh, apparently, George Bush, senior bombed his house looking for Saddam Hussein, killed his mom and all his brothers and sisters. He becomes an assassin and a well, terrorist, so to speak, gets caught in Paris on purpose and his job and what he wants to accomplish is to kill every single person who has something to do with that bombing. Osama bin Laden. Not, well, not of Osama bin Laden, but of Saddam Hussein, because it comes out before Osama. <laughs> no, I'm saying that that's the story of Osama bin Laden. <laughs> well, okay, well, yeah. And so he literally comes over, he flies over on a plane, kills everybody on the plane, plane lands itself. And he goes, and he, and it's, it tells the story of this cop who's chasing him to get him. Okay. And it, it spans over two or three books. It's The Lion's Game, The Lion, and I forget what the third one is. I read all three. Very okay. good. All right, I'm gonna take those what I'm watching. Is true story with Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes on Netflix. Yo, it's a miniseries. I just finished that. It is the twist at the end, Bruh. The twist at the end is worth because it's thirty minutes. It's literally like twenty-seven minutes per episode. Of six episodes or seven. I can't remember which one. Seven. Is that a seven? Seven. And, and it is a thriller, thrill ride. Like you are like. And I've seen mixed reviews. I've seen some people go, they liked it, and I've seen other people say they love it. And I think the people that hate it, I'm sorry. And I've seen the, I think the people that said that they've hated it are the people who feel like um, Kevin Hart was, it was supposed to be funny. Yeah, but his last movie wasn't funny. Fatherhood? Yeah. That wasn't a comedy. Nothing funny about being a father. Yeah, it, no, had, it, it no. had comedic points, but Yo, that was a serious. Was 
okay now faith i agree with you i did call it at the beginning but the actual ending like what actually happens at the end i didn't yes. see that coming. yes i didn't see that coming at all like so i thought that was good and i also watched red red code not code red red hold on a second let me pull it up because i watched it on that joint with the rock red notice yes yeah that's another one red notice was good so that's my uh uh what you watching now we're gonna end this season the way we always send it end it the who you riding with segment it's brought to you by the Southern Elegance Candle Company. Visit secandlecode.com. Use the promo code CRUX for 15% off of your order. Key. Mm. Going into the real world. Because that's where all of these people are headed. Who you riding with? Gills DMs. <laughs> that's solid. 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 DMs will be popping. DMs will be popping. Jeff, who you riding with? I'm riding with the prayer warriors as we lift up so many people who need it right now. First person I'm riding with, I'm riding with Gil's beard. It's here to stay. Second person I'm riding with, I'm riding with that dog on dog of mirrorless. I'm praying for it. She's going to have puppies soon. And the last person I'm riding with, I'm riding with Pastor Cal. Shouts out to you, Pastor Cal. I see you in Boston, man. <laughs> Amy, who you riding with? I was not feeling his suit. <laughs> you ain't like socks <laughs> with them red socks. Nah, that's his style though. That's his style though. I want to see Pastor Callis and Tim's. You gotta follow him on Instagram. He be having on Nikes. Yeah, I said Tim's. <laughs> like the granddad Nikes. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding with myself. I'm not riding with any of these clowns. <laughs> and I'm going to continue to celebrate my divorce. I meant to tell you, congratulations. Oh. It's been a long time coming. One more time for the separation of parties. <laughs> you know, my favorite part was when they said she elected to go back to using her own name. Thank you. Does that free up space for Aisha to take your last name? No, because I'm never giving it away again. Stream football games live. Stream them live. <laughs> don't be queuing right. Customizing. It don't Could be queuing right. We don't need to queue nothing. Yo, shout yo, out to the people. Yo, I like to give a shout out to the people that's watching us. Yeah, thank y'all for staying. Yeah, yeah, appreciate y'all. Thank for you for tuning. Cause you know, oh, it's real. Oh, it's real. We kind of really ain't had nothing to talk about. <laughs> this last, we watched four hours of TV to have it was to have to, to have two big arguments with each other. <laughs> <laughs> we literally watched. So I personally want to thank you for tuning in to this episode. Because it was a lot. Lot. <laughs> because our emotions were high. <laughs> but the content was minimal. <laughs> we love you. Something had nothing to do with this show. Like, for real. <laughs> 
We gonna be very arguing. Hopefully, hopefully, season fourteen in Boston is more insightful because yeah. I do enjoy the conversation though. Real talk. <laughs> yeah. I like y'all. Yeah. Most. Yeah, like you about to leave that's all right. We yeah. having a fish fry for you. We're uh, gonna make sure you eat some pescatarian treats. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, next year we having a pescatarian Thanksgiving. There will be no fowl nor pheasants shall be around. I will I will actually far fargo my pork. You will do that for me. Let the pork go next year. Nope for you. Nope. I'm putting my stamp down. There better be a piece of meat somewhere in there. <laughs> the meat will be in the backyard, sir. <laughs> there will be no meat allowed in the house. I will, I will, I will get my Jose uh, apron and get on the grill. We're going to do burn some chicken. <laughs> if I'm the only one eating, I get to cook it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Brussels sprouts. Okay, I guess we gotta eat now. All right, y'all. We love you. Chef, tell the people where they can find you at, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, follow your boy at that dude underscore Jeff on Instagram. And also be on the lookout for Tales of the Two Percent, man, dropping in January, man. That's my podcast. Uh, Crux Media Tough, we launched that, man. So we're looking forward to you guys joining in on a very cool conversation. Evie, tell them where they can find you, bro. You can find me on Instagram. B-I-G-K-I-D-E-N-V-I. I like your boy, Big Kid Envy. And Key, where can they find you? You can find me and I'll be a lot more peaceful every Wednesday. My Curl Speak with Key, wherever you get your podcast for free. You can follow me on all platforms at The Diary of Key. You can find the podcast on Instagram at MCS with Key. And if you didn't catch what I just said, you can find me at MyCurlSpeak.com. If you'd like to send an advice letter, you can send that to Key at MyCurlSpeak.com. Yeah. And y'all, you can catch us this crew right here this Wednesday as we are doing the recap of Pastor Remote. We present and ready to love. We are in episode eight. We'll be coming up and we're talking about all the things going on on that crazy social experiment. Uh, it's uh, that show is a little bit crazier than this one. Um, you can catch me on the Relationship Status Podcast every Monday and Wednesday, anywhere you find your favorite podcast for free. If you want to join the conversation, hit us up at R-E-L-S-T-A-T Podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on the voicemail, 843-310-8637. And remember to like, comment, five-star rate, and review. And remember, if you're not five-star rating, you are a hater, and there's nothing good going to come to your life. At the end of the day, we are out. This episode is brought to you by MetroTap. The new digital business card allows you to instantly share social media, payment apps, music, and more. With a personalized QR code and advanced analytics with no monthly fees. At MetroTap, they take the work out of networking. Go to MetroTap.me 
and use the promo code CRUX for 15% off of your purchase of any device. That's metrotap.me, promo code CRUX for 15% off.